0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of useless nipples podcast you're here with mike and allie we were just talking about our coffee addictions and i guess mike has (laughs) mike got high and mighty and decided to give his coffee addiction up so that's Uh, lame but i'm so proud of you
1: it's no big deal. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here and, uh, you know, preach to anyone. But, uh, you know, you have become a master of your own body, your own temple, okay? <laughs> and that's kind of – that's the journey I'm on. Um, I have had coffee every day for at the minimum 10 years. Every day, two, three cups, maybe more, sometimes four. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut back. And then once I cut back to, like, one, I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut – I just want to see if I can do without it. I want to – there's a part of me that's like – am, am is it me or is it the coffee doing all these things? You know what I mean? And I wanted to find out and I found out. It's mostly am me. I,
0: am I the coffee?
1: <laughs> is, or is the coffee me? I don't know. You know, when I'm a good dad and I'm like have a ton of energy, is that me or is that the caffeine doing it? I needed to find out. You know, when I'm at the gym, I don't know. Maybe so I don't you- have it.
0: Is it the coffee?
1: No, it's totally me. I am, <laughs> I am. I'm a total beast. It's crazy. I'm joking. I mean, uh, I'm half joking because like that was a real question when I mean, you're on it every day. You know, like, OK, I have my cup at seven, 12, 4. I'm on a schedule. This is this. I know how much energy I'm having. I know I'm going to crash. I know, you know, I know my roller coaster ride for the day. And then you're like, well, what if I don't what if I don't get on the ride? What happens to my day? And, you know, at first it's just sustained tiredness for a, a while. And then it becomes a little more energy, a little more energy. And it just becomes just more level. We all know this, but we, like, man, I don't know. At least the people I'm around, caffeine's a, caffeine's a roller coaster that we're all on. You know, if it's bang energy drinks or, you know, monsters or – which is, like, sugar and caffeine and a whole bunch of other stuff, pre-workouts. I had a guy come into the gym. We were doing a session. He's, like, breaking out in sweat, and he's like, hold on, man, I need a minute, I need a minute. And I'm like, yo, what's, <laughs> going, what's going on with you today? Because he's not like that usually. He's like – oh man, oh, I took my pre-workout and I didn't need anything because I was going to go to the gym after this. And I was like, that's a mistake. Like that's a, you know, so anyway, my whole point is that a lot of walks of life, caffeine is, is the, is our prescribed drug. And I just wanted to take a break from it. Not fully because I still have a like, green tea and stuff, but like that's a, that's a pretty big step. So yeah, I'm playing with it. I'm a tea guy now.
0: Oh, so Thank what you. you're saying is that there's a pretty good view up there on your high horse coffee boat, huh? I would I would say
1: yeah. I would say yeah, the ride is nice up here. I'm like <laughs> a big old shining night in, in a dark world full of coffee.
0: No. You're right. It is good to cut caffeine. I was telling Mike earlier, like I feel when I am in a really healthy place in life, like when I'm eating right, getting all my nutrients, just killing it. I only need one cup because I enjoy it, not because I need it. But right. if I'm not doing that, which I am currently not doing <laughs> that, um, I'm like three cups, three cups. That's way too many cups. Yeah. I don't know, but I know some people who would drink it all day long. So tell us what your preferred amount of coffee is. And if, does it affect you? Does it not affect you? Are you old like us where now you can't <laughs> drink it past four? Yeah.
1: yeah. Let us know. I mean, I'll I'll give you one more uh, coffee related story before we move on. But, you know, when I was in San Diego, I was working at uh, the Horton Plaza, the outdoor mall. And then I was there from probably like eight to five. And then after eight to five, I worked at the bar uh, in Pacific Beach. And I was uh, like a bouncer slash um, busser. You know what I mean? So like I I was picking up your glasses, but if you got in line, I'd ask you to leave. So I had like the multiple jobs there. So I'm like busting tables all night, and my, my coach at the time when I was training, he was a bar- bartender, and he was like, yo, man, you look kind of slow tonight, here, drink this, pass me like a rock star, and I would pound a rock star. So all day I'd have like, you know, I'd have a venti cup of coffee in the morning. I'd, I got it for free because I knew the people that worked there, we were all working all together. we got hooked up. So I'd go back for like a second one, and then at night I would have a rock star, And I'd be up till like 3 a.m. and I'd wake up the next day, go back to work at Port Plaza and repeat the cycle for like two nights. And one weekend I did that and I went back home on, I think it was Sunday. I I worked Friday and then Friday night and then Saturday and Saturday night. Sunday, I went home and I slept the entire day. When I woke up, I felt like I drank all night long. I even asked my roommate at the time. I was like, "Did I drink? Was I drinking last night or something?" Because I feel terrible. I was like, "You've been asleep for like 24 hours," and I woke up. I woke <laughs> up throwing up because I was like, "There's all this coffee and rock star and just terrible diet was inside me," and my body was like, "Enough, put me to sleep for 24 hours almost," and I just vomited the rest of it out. So, my 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 troubles with caffeine have been on and off for years. This is when I was like, "Man, I'm mean, at least 10 years ago." So. Yeah, that's uh, just a little insight into my caffeine addiction.
0: We need like a coffee club. So, hi, I'm Allie. (laughs) I have to have coffee.
1: I'm Mike and I'm addicted to coffee. Uh, Hi, Mike. Um, Yeah, that's a, a real problem. But, you know, like anything, like even parenthood, right? It's all about kind of challenging yourself. Like we kind of fall into like ruts and patterns. And I know for me, Sometimes it's easy to just like, I'm like, oh, I need to get some stuff done. I turn the TV on or whatever. I'm like, Johnny, hit hit the TV. I'm gonna be over here. I gotta get <laughs> this done. Um, and then like, you know, you just make little challenges, like just like caffeine. Like sometimes I'll challenge myself to like, I'm gonna not the TV's not going on today. Like at all. Just a you know, like, just a challenge. Not like a yes. yes. just a challenge. Like, I wanna see if I can do this without this freaking thing. So you know, we'll walk outside, we we'll go to the park more, whatever. And can I do that every single day? You know, depending on the schedule, no. You know, there's going to be days where I got to be home. I got to get stuff done. You do. It's it's a good help. It's a good help. But I don't want to – I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like to rely on anything. Like, I don't want to say I need anything. Yeah. You know, it's a personal –
0: you're kind of still in that phase where, like, Johnny's still pretty attached to you. Like, he still needs to be around you all the time, you know? Correct. Eventually, yeah. you'll get to this place where, like, he'll play with his toys and yeah. you can do things. Or he'll be interested in something and you can separate. Like, I get what you're saying, though, because Tom always puts the TV on for Jack. Always. Yeah. Like he wakes up in the morning, puts on the TV or it's in the evenings after he's gotten home from school and comes from work, puts on the TV. So I try to be the opposite. I instead wake up in the morning and put on music and then Mm -hmm. he and I like hang out and do stuff around the house or whatever. But yes, there are challenges as a parent that I think you give yourself to see if you can (laughs) do better or if you can just do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can I overcome the task? Whatever it is. And I mean, and we're talking about like phases today. I think it's perfect that you just mentioned that because we are talking about the phases and, and the, the, you know, you got the first year, which is, you know, basically you're hanging out with the potato that cries. Um, you know, they're not, they don't do a whole lot. They just need you to like feed me. I need to sleep. I mean, they're yeah. a lot. They are a lot. A but lot. they don't, they don't need that interaction as much. Um, you basically just hold them a lot, you know, and that's, it's really sweet and it's nice for us. And then they get a little older and we've we gotten, he's almost two now, Johnny's almost two. And so we're in that phase of like extreme attachment, especially the mom, which has been a theme since he was, you know, um, since he was like, even before he was walking, he's very attached to mom. He's always been. And now it's even more so because he's more mobile. He wants to take her everywhere. He wants to run. He wants to do stuff, but he wants her by his He's teething. Tommy issues. Uh, we had another, uh, we tried peanut butter. He had a little bit of a reaction to that. And so we're like, we're still playing with all these things and mom is comfort. Mom is the, is the, is the one. So, I mean, there will literally be times where we're all sitting down and she gets up to go like wash her hands in the kitchen, which is like, you know, living room kitchens right here. It's doesn't, doesn't have to open a door. <laughs> it doesn't have to, you know, we have like a baby gates, doesn't have to go through a baby gate. He's right there with him. He can walk in there if he wants to. And he will just start crying. Mm -hmm. just start just start screaming ah it's like she just left him and she's like "Dude, i'm right here but i had a conversation with a woman at uh the coffee shop i was hanging out coffee shop see (laughs) caffeine but uh you know yeah it's cool it's one of those places i go and 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 johnny kind of hang out and play ash works there so it's it's all right um it's a fun fun time for us and for whatever reason he's accepted that when she works he she's off limits but if he does have a hard time, I can walk outside, give him a minute, and we come back in, he's fine. So in that setting, he's really good. That's
0: interesting.
1: I just think it's, I okay, it is interesting, but it's not right. Like in my head, it's very simple. It's like, cool, you set a firm boundary, he respected it. When someone's paying you, you're on the clock, you don't have choice. He said, you said, you you have set a firm boundary with him. Like, nope, I got to go back to work. I want a ten minute. I leave after 10 minutes. You can cry. Dad's gonna take you outside for a minute. You'll cry then you'll come back in and we resume normal behavior. So it's interesting, but then it's also not that interesting because it's pretty, in my head, pretty clear. Now at home, it's blurrier, right? Like you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to, you not on the clock. You can't use that. And so for your, even for her, like, that mental switch of like, I would love to pretend that she was, I'd love to have like, let's, let's pretend the house is coffee shop. Mom's on the break. <laughs> cool. Now mom's got to go back to work. Maybe she does dishes. I don't know. Whatever. Just put it out there. You know, does my laundry. I don't know. Whatever she wants to do. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I'm just asking. I'm just saying like, I mean, for the, for the, for the sake of the game, Um, you know, she wants to hang my clothes, whatever. Okay. But like, you know, that, that firm boundary of like, okay, I'm going back to work. Cause that we did get that. We did get there with the coffee shop, but it took a few tries.
0: Okay, question. When she gets up, does she just get up or does she tell him?
1: Um, well, uh, like, okay, well, when she gets up to leave?
0: No, no, like, depends. okay. Because I like have the she same. Gets up to walk away? Yeah, because I have the same issue with Jet. But personally, I have found if I tell him, it subdues him. Yeah. Right? So instead yeah. of just getting up and walking, I'll be like, hey, Jet, I'm going to the bathroom. And he's like, right. oh, yeah, mom's going to the bathroom.
1: Yes she but does he's older so she does like 50 okay. 50 so like she'll try right so sometimes we'll try and you know there's there's times where it's not a problem um but a lot of times even if she's like okay i'll be right back and she walks away he starts crying so okay i'm gonna go to the kitchen like, we do she does do that we do communicate with him a lot we you know with the whole like you actually gave us that one when uh we were changing his diaper giving him like a minute mm-hmm. warning like, hey bud in one minute we're gonna change your diaper and that worked really well for a while. Now he just runs away from us, but it worked really well for a while. <laughs> at least, at least even when he runs away, he knows what's going to happen. Like we're going to change yes. it. So yeah, you're running away. Cool. We're going to bring you back. And he might even like throw a little bit of a fit, but at least he's been pre-worn. I, so like, I really love that tip and I've been using that. So I've tried to, I try to give him the same things when she leaves or when she walks away, or when I walk away or whatever, like, Hey, buddy, I'm going to go, we we'll the go to the bathroom I'll be right back. Or yeah, we do that. But uh, if that's not working, sometimes she'll just, like, try and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, sure. like stick away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I
0: was just curious. Yeah. Um quick breakaway?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, man. He's just – its really depending on the day. It really is. And that's how these phases work, right? Like, for a yes. while, it'll be like that. And then one day, she'll get up and walk away. He'll be like, cool. Like, see, yeah, see you in a little bit, you know, or whatever. Like, maybe not saying it, but he'll be more accepting of it. And it started – It started, that's kind of where I I was like, I'm like, it's, it's, I'm starting to see it. We were sitting down the other day and he walked away from us, went to his toys and just started playing a little bit, you know? And then he came over and he used me like a jungle gym and climbed over my legs. And he's like, he's laughing back up, but he's running around. And he went back and played and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you, yeah, it's happening. Like (laughs) it's happening. Um, But it's so easy to, to like, Get in these phases i don't know how many times i've complained to you probably on this podcast to all these people i'm like yeah but my son is attached to his mom you know like he wants nothing to do with me when she's around it's harder when we're together and you know we're almost at two years and he's just starting to let us all hang out like he's just starting to, get to the point where i when I say let us i mean like it's more comfortable
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: able to play we're able to hang out we're able to have a conversation where he's not completely monopolizing the attention you know um, and that's just him but it's not like
0: that's, the Johnny show all the time. Yeah,
1: like, you,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: yes. It's starting. It's starting to happen. So I'm like, for new parents out there, maybe you're going through this. Maybe, maybe you're just gonna, maybe you're just entering that zone of like the me, all me, all the time. Um, just be, just have some faith. Be a little patient. We all know this, and I'm sure you've probably, yes, probably heard this a million times. But just talking as a guy going through it now. And starting to see the light because I was really in it. I'm like, this is just no way it's going to change. Again, you heard me talk about the coffee shop. I'm a big believer in setting the boundaries. And then, you know, I'm a big believer in that. And not that you have to be mean about it at all. Like You can totally be as nice as possible. And then, but still being firm, like, no, it's not going to happen. We're going to do this, you know?
0: I 100% believe in boundaries. Absolutely. 100%. I think a lot of my parenting is geared towards boundaries, to be honest.
1: I think you're right. I think I look at, you know, and no comparison, Um, but I see other parents. I see the way you are uh, with Jet from even the little interactions when I was, when we visited even, you know, and it's like, you're very good at being, no, I'm going to go do this. You're fine. I'll be back. And you just go and do it. And he might, he might follow you. He might cry, but you're very good about like, and I'm doing this right now. So that he gets used to it. Mm -hmm. They learn. It's not malicious. It's not mean. You're not saying, get over there. Get away from me. None none of that. It's just, no, I'm going to go change the laundry, for an example. And you walk and if he follows you, it's no problem. And then you go and you do what you said you were going to do. And you walk back to where you were and you guys resume what you were doing. Um, I think that's really healthy. I think it's good. I think it's something that I have done with Johnny. You know, I think obviously he cares. (laughs) Not to say he cares less about me, but he's not as attached to me. Right. So I can come, and, I can come and go whenever I want, as long as I want. And when, however I please, and he's more accepting of that. It's less, it's less intense for him.
0: Do you know how, like, it's so funny because I know you're right. And I know for you, there's the parts that come on, man, let me help. Like, want me, want to spend time right. with me, let me help you. Right. But it, on the other end of it, like, Cause Tom's the same position, but then I yeah. see it like, Oh man,
1: you have, this must be so nice. Yeah. It, it, it is. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
0: it you know, is. like that must be so nice.
1: We don't have the same things. We aren't the same thing. You were your mom, you know, like breastfed. You, you carried him. You, mm-hmm. you're with him the majority of the day. You, your hands on him. Like, like there's a huge comfort and attachment, like a magnetism that is between you guys. And like, dude, for sure, my kid loves me. Like, I'm not saying, you know, and Jet loves Tom and we have a blast together. Mm-hmm. But it's a very different relationship where that, like as much as we're drawn to each other, it's like, okay, man, I'll be back. I'm gonna I'm gonna take off for a minute. And it's totally fine. I'm like, hey, you gonna go play over there? Cool, I got you. I got you from here, I'm watching you. You're safe, I'm you're good. And he'll do it. I mean, people will like, just Barely started leaving Ashley at the park. Just barely started. I mean, we've been going to the park for forever, and he never like barely lets her go. And I think it was yesterday or the day before he finally just walked away from her. And we're like, I'm like, we just sat there. And we're like, how far is he going to go? This is this is so new to us. Like, how many steps is he going to take before he turns back around? And dude, he surprised me. Like, I almost got up to go. Like, chase after. <laughs> I'm like, you're headed pretty pretty far. So. That was a major step for him, you know, and like it's the start of a new phase. Now we're like, now we're getting a little bit of independent Johnny and uh, explore Johnny. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited about it.
0: it. It's so wild to see these phases happen because you feel like you're in it for so long and you can think of the times that you're like, man, I can't wait till this happens. Or I can't wait till he does this. I can't wait till we can do this. I can't wait till we experience this. And it seems like it's so long, but then it happens and you're like, Oh my God, we're here. Yeah. Like, how did we get here? Like, where did (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you just can't win because on one hand, you're so excited to be there. And then you get there and you're like, what? No, wait. Yeah. Because then it only progresses from there. Like we are now at a phase where Jet asks where dad is every single day. Hmm. You know, I'm That's like, so oh, cute. Daddy is at work. Yeah. Now he wants to be with daddy. We'll be in the car one day. The other day I left to go grab dinner and Jet goes with me everywhere. And for the first time, he's in the car screaming that he wants daddy. I literally Whoa. had to turn the car around and take him back home. One, because I forgot my wallet. So <laughs> dinner was never going to be bought. But two, <laughs> he's screaming <laughs> because he wants daddy. And that yeah. was for me, that was like the first time I'm like, what do you mean you want daddy? You don't, you right? don't want daddy, you want mommy. No, he wanted daddy. And That's it's
1: crazy cool to,
0: to see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. I'm very excited for that. I mean, and now this was the advice that the, the nice woman at the coffee shop gave me. She said, she said that she's like, don't try not to wish for the next thing. Cause it's going to happen so fast that like, just try not to, I think, I don't I forget the exact wording. She said it much more like, you know, nicely than I'm saying it now, but essentially it's like, do your best not to wish for the next thing because it's going to happen so fast. Cause you'll miss the present. Going you gonna miss it yeah yeah just exactly right so enjoy what's happening now and then do your best to just ride the wave but that's so hard you know it's so hard and so human we all do it in every aspect i'm like my career mm-hmm. i was talking to my buddy you know he had a fight and you know it was a there was a kind of a deal it's time okay similar to my last fight I, my last fight was supposed to be a title eliminators meaning i would have fought for the belt and it. So my head goes crazy, going, "Oh, I win this fight! I'm going to win the belt! I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be in the UFC, and this and that! I'm going to make a ton of money! I'm, I'm going to be Conor McGregor, you know?" Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking, but but that's that's kind of you're not even you British. Yeah, is he British? All, he's, no, he's Irish. He's Irish, he's super Irish.
0: My yeah. bad, fans. He don't leave me just because I said that. Yeah,
1: please.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many
1: <laughs> MMA fans we got on this, uh, but throughout the respect. And if if you're not a fan, no problem. You probably already heard of Conor McGregor anyway. But my point was that the brain starts to run. You know, you got one thing in front of you, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna accomplish this, and after that, this, and after that, this, and after that, yeah. this. it's like, whoa, 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 you still got it. this one is right in front of you, you know, and all of this is make believe. Um, and it's hard to check your mind. It's hard to say like stop. Telling yourself a story and just live it—you know—it's so hard. We all tell ourselves a story, we, whether it's for parenting uh, or it's it's your career or it's you know whatever goals you have. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, and this is going to happen. This can going to happen. You, manifesting is powerful. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful, and I do both ways—negative right. and positive. Yeah, but, correct. Yeah, hundred like percent. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. You gotta be mindful of your thoughts. I think writing down goals and stuff is important. But I also believe in, in being on the task. Like, like I think that's why it's quite important to write it down. You write it down and then you let it go, and you go you focus on the task. Like you write it down, and it's there, and you focus on what's in front of you. And so, like the same thing with 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 parenting. It's like, yeah, okay, I want you know, I could write down, I want Johnny to do night. I want Johnny to uh, spend X amount of time outside. I want I want Johnny to, whatever, 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 or grow up and be. Uh, the president of the united states i don't know Well, you write down all these big dreams and then you try to focus on your day-to-day then you got to get to work because those things are going to happen if you get to work like that's kind of the, the method so i'm trying to enjoy the work now i'm trying to enjoy you know work is a it, it sounds like a negative thing to me it's not i love work i'm purposeless without work so you know parenting is a job my career is a job which I love. I love doing both. I feel like a complete human being when I have my family, my career, and everything else in between. I feel like I'm really contributing and and making a mark in whatever you know. You, you just it doesn't matter as far as like money or, or 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 even platforms. Like I feel like this is making a mark, even if it hits one person some type of way, and you listen to it and you're like, yo, these guys are fun to listen to and, and I feel like understood and I feel better when I listen to this, I get through my day better. Then I've left the mark, you know? Yeah. So I think that like, that's kind of the thing. Like, and, and Johnny will leave, you know, we make a mark on Johnny. He's going to leave a mark on the world. So like that's, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of the the purpose behind all this stuff. So getting to work every day on that is so fun for me now you know because i'm not thinking about like oh i can't wait for him to do this oh i can't wait for him to do that oh i can't wait for this to be over oh man these tantrums I can't wait for that to stop it's i mean <laughs> i say that i'm trying not to do that so it's, it's constantly working effort but i'm trying but to enjoy can, the phase
0: you can already see the differences right so yeah because like you said when they're potatoes you're like, oh, yeah. I can't wait for you to walk so that you can do X, Y, Z. Oh, I can't wait for you to interact with me more so we can do X, Y, and Z. And then like, yes, they still have tantrums, but the tantrums change, you know? Yeah. You realize that they're starting to communicate a little bit more. So then you, it kind of evolves and you realize, oh, like I don't have to be that person anymore because he's now this person, right? Or like, I don't have to be, Stuck in a rut, not being able to do anything because he needs to be attached to me 24/7 because he's now has more freedom to do this. So now I could do this. So, like, it changes mm-hmm. within. And so, like, you might still feel that way right now because he's still going through those phase but yep. then you're going to get to a day where all of a sudden it's like, Hey, bud, I want to go to the store. And he's like, Okay, bye, dad. Like, and you're <laughs> going to look back and be like, Whoa, what?
1: It's so funny. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like it totally. changes so so fast.
1: I sometimes I have to verbalize it out loud. Yeah. I was at the park. I was at the park yesterday, and I'm like, Ash is with me. Johnny's in the swing, and we're pushing him. And I just had to say it out loud. Like, I am standing at the park, pushing my son on the swing. And I, I, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. I put this shirt on. it says "Dad vibes." My, my shirt says "Dad vibes." It's a really cute shirt. <laughs> But I wear it, and I'm like, oh shit, dude, I'm a father. Like, that's, yes. like, I have, you know what I mean? Because, like, it almost doesn't feel like it belongs to me. It's like, oh, dad, that's a cute shirt for a dad. I, it sounds stupid, you know, and, like, I, my, my kid's going to be too, but like, it's, I still don't feel like it's still very new to me. It's still yes. mind-blowing to me. It's still yes. like, oh, I am a dad. Like, this kid's going to be I still have like, that. Okay, okay. Yes. I, feel like, I mean, I hope I'm not the only one. I'm like, Sometimes I look at Ash, and I'm like, you're just you are you are a mom. I look at you the same way you are a mom. Like it's almost like it's as natural as breathing for you guys. I and guarantee I just, it's not. <laughs> I'm sure. At it's least not. for
0: me. I'm sure because it's not. I have the same same thing. So I'm like, I am a mom. Like, yeah. I have a human who lives in my house. Yeah. Who's not my husband or myself? <laughs> like I have a child. Yeah. I don't know that's, when you get used to it. I don't know if you ever do, but I agree with you.
1: Yeah, I guess you don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I wonder what my mom thinks. Like, you know, she's watching Johnny right now. And I'm like, she's like, I'm watching my child's child. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, mind-blowing stuff. I mean, you and I were just throwing parties at your parents' house. Not that long ago, it feels like. No. You know what I mean? Like- Sorry about that, guys. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I feel like it was okay. not that long ago.
0: It's funny that you say that. And I know that we're talking about phases, but I've been watching these shows. And as we were just talking about, Mike and I were saying that when we watch shows, it's very hard to not put ourselves in that Mm -hmm. show. So if you do that too, let us know. So we don't feel like, (laughs) I don't think we're the only ones who do that, but let us know. So we're not weird. Um, But it's made me think, and I've also been reading, I read this book Mm -hmm. and it's about this girl who sadly tries to take her life, but she gets stuck in this in between. She's not dead. She's not alive, but she ends up at this library where she can read books about parallel universes of her life. Like had I only done this, this would have been my life. Yeah. It's very fascinating on so many facets. And then I've been watching these shows, but it makes you think of your life. And so there was a question thinking about going back when we were young And who we were, and I felt like there was fire to us, and a wildness to us, and adventure, and all of those things that I think that you have when you're young, when you're figuring it out, when you're learning. Kind of like that there's no inhibitions, you're just free. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, because there's no effect to it, even though there is. You still feel like you're just untouchable, you know? Yeah. Do you ever feel... As a dad, because I know mom's answers. But as a dad, do you ever feel like you lose yourself?
1: Oh man, that's a good question. Um, I, you know what? I'm in a very unique position, personally. I mean, I'm a, I'm in a unique world. Like my own life is very
0: mm-hmm.
1: unique in the sense that my career is very rewarding. Like I I've chose. Like I I was the kind of guy who didn't want to do what anyone told me. I didn't want to do anything anyone ever said, you know, what I mean? like you? you told me to do something. I'm like, no, I know. I know. Sounds crazy. Shocking. sounds crazy. People, people listening are probably, you know, jaws hitting the floor, <laughs> but that's what, that's what I was. And so I decided I was like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, pursue fighting. That's something, that's something I was into for so many reasons. I mean, it was so therapeutic for me. I felt very weak growing up. I felt, uh, Scared, intimidated, a lot of insecurities, and so fighting kind of gave me a platform to overcome those and conquer all those fears and anxieties, and which which is still happening. I still use as that platform, um, but because of that unique setting that I'm in, and the way I get to help people and, and train people and do all this, and have my own schedule and um, kind of make my own way doing that, I've I've really been able to keep a good hold on myself. Whereas during COVID in the beginning when I was removed from it, I felt more lost. I felt, I didn't feel like a husband. I barely felt like a father. I didn't feel like I was contributing anything. And I felt like a lost soul. Um, Interesting. But yeah, that, that, you know, that place keep, keeps a grip on me. You know, I, my coach who's, who's now a very good friend of mine, you know, cause we've been, <laughs> we've been at this for God kind of over a decade. And um, the people there, it's a, it's a second family. It's a second place where I'm not just, dad or just husband i'm coach training partner friend so it's really it really does keep me rooted grounded in, in, in my individuality um but i know a lot of people don't have that so i would imagine that a lot of fathers who don't have that probably do feel a little bit lost in like fact they, they lose a little bit of themselves you know can
0: you say the same for your marriage
1: uh, in what way like that i feel like that i feel lost or
0: Yeah, like, okay, so you know the things that sparked your marriage, kind of, like the things that sparked your marriage, sparked your guys' connection, got you to be where you are. Even if you're the strongest, healthiest couple, do you ever feel like at times it feels lost? Like, not lost in the sense of, like, you don't love each other or not lost in the sense where you don't want to be together, because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it gets so busy sometimes, or maybe Ashley gets so wrapped up in Johnny. Does your marriage ever feel lost?
1: hundred percent. Oh, totally. I mean, now here's the funny thing about it. (laughs) And this, this, this pertains to a lot of different things, like, like physically and everything else. But, uh, you know, I know that Ash feels like she's lost like a piece of her individuality because she's, she either works or she's mom. Yeah. And then I come home and she's wife, you know what I mean? So like, her individuality, her time alone is very slim to none. Um, you know, and sometimes it might be just at the end of the night, while I'm at the gym, Johnny's asleep and she watches a show for an hour before she goes to bed to wake up early to do it again. That's not enough. Yeah. That's not enough. So when I come home and I'm like, oh, my wife, and I'm hugging her and kissing her and I'm all over because I've been away for so long and I'm feeling rejuvenated and new, she's not feeling that. So we end up in this weird place of like she needs time and space i've had time and space i want mm-hmm. to connect she doesn't want to connect because she feels oh I get, I get everyone get off me right um so in that sense yes i do believe that that, that we've that our, our marriage has had those um tough moments where even today actually grandma was great she's she has the day off so she's watching johnny for us and she and i'm taking ash out for lunch and i booked us the massage And so we're going to go out. We're going to have a bite. We're going to get a massage, and then we're going to come home. And I'm hoping that'll help fill her cup, you know? Because, and that's even that isn't her alone. It's it's us as a couple. But sometimes you need that too. And I would love for her to have her own her own individual time. Uh, At her work, it's different. It's busy. It's kind of go go go. And and so she doesn't get to connect with people as much as I do. Where it is still busy and go go go, and we're all punching each other in the face. But there's like 20, 30 minutes at the end. Where we're like just talking and, mm-hmm. hey, oh man, that was great. We're sweated out. All our demons are out of us. And we're just like at peace you, for that last, like, just like beautiful you get moment. You to be human. Yeah. And not only human, but a satisfied human. Like, yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. All my anxiety has gone. All my anger has gone. Anything that was like troubling, I poured on the mat, literally in a puddle of sweat. So there's like a, there's like a emotional and physical release there Yes, of like, letting go and then, so i am full when i come home you know and i see it in my son too and when, when i see when i take johnny out for the park and he runs and plays for a good hour or so and he comes home he's like ah oh, he sits down he's like oh, i want a snack he's like, i'm hungry i'm hungry give me a snack and he just wants to sit and eat and chill it's beautiful it's beautiful his cup is now ready to receive right he's now pent up ready to go mm-hmm. so Again, I'm in a unique position where I get to do that on a day-to-day basis. And that's that that's helpful for me. Although it makes us a mismatch with my wife. <laughs> I'm a, no, bit of a mismatch on the energy. There,
0: there's a weird place in being a mom. And if like if mm-hmm. this goes too far and you get uncomfortable, just let me know because I'm not I don't no. want to make you feel uncomfortable, whatever. No, but no. there's a weird place in being a mom. And because I've been like thinking about all of this, it's hard not to really dive deep in it I guess Mm -hmm. it's funny because when you are responsible for a human you play a lot of roles when Mm -hmm. you are married you play a lot of roles when you work you play a lot of roles so in all of these things when you have a house when you're taking care of things like just in general there are so many things that you do in a day and I have my animals who never want to not be around me so I'm surrounded by a zoo and then I have my child who wants to touch me all the time and then I have work who needs me to do all of this and then I have a house that I have to take care of and clean and you know then I have a husband and it's so easy for us to get so consumed to the day-to-day right like you do all of the certain things that you do every single day and then when you come home then you do dinner then you do bath time then it's bedtime and then after that you guys sit together and watch a show or maybe you go scroll on your phones and it's so funny for somebody who is so touched out. I want to be desired by my husband. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think this is like a weird, like Tom and I are, aren't connected or we don't have, cause we do. But when you're young and you feel on fire You know, that people desire you, right? Like there was a point where my husband could not keep his hands off of me or couldn't stop looking at me. And like, people would literally tell me, Oh my God, the way your boyfriend looks at you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is the most purest thing I've ever seen. And it's so funny to be so touched out, but still want to be so desired. Yeah. And you, you lose almost like you're sexy because, well, one, I've done it, right? Like I flirted with my husband for years and years and years. We dated for a long time. We've we've done everything that you could do, like fun and living it up and just being wild and free. But then you get responsibilities and you get married and it's about your job and it's about your kids. And like, you still live under the same roof and you still love each other, but you no longer... I don't know, and maybe I maybe other people do, but it's like you no longer have not that passion because I think that's the wrong word. Do you know where I'm getting at, though?
1: I hundred percent, and I'll tell you that it's the opposite in our house.
0: Really? It's the opposite.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, the opposite. I I have the same feelings you have with us, but she again, like I'm telling you, the whole story of of me having my individuality, me having my time. I come home and I'm like, I want to, like I, I'm ready to love me a hug i want to be you know i want to be i want to flirt and kiss and do all that i want i want that you know i still love that stuff uh i'm very like much that way and she's burnt out she's like yo dude yeah. get away from me like i don't want i don't want nothing to do with yeah. you like yeah i see you i'm with a kid like i don't care um and that's like pretty harsh i'm just saying like i'm not saying that she doesn't desire or care about me but she's burnt out man like she's tired i get it getting it though and feeling some type of way are two different things so i understand fully where she's coming from that doesn't mean it doesn't like kind of hurt my feelings a little bit when i'm like i want to be like kind of loving on her and she's yeah. just like yo yeah, give me a break i want to take a minute to myself scroll on my phone watch a show or just lay down even um and then the frustrations add up right because it's yeah. like well i'm trying to meet you here and you're not meeting me here fine fair enough you're saying you need this and that, and that. i get that but then it's like take care of yourself Then get out of do the something. house do something about it that's my i mean I'm, I'm a man i'm a hard guy to be around because i have my closest people don't deal with excuses you know yeah. what i mean my my, like my my closest like one of the guys i spend most time with my whole life is my coach adam and if i came up to him with excuses he would just look at me and he'd be like do something about it but besides complaining to me do something about it you know what i mean like it's just there's no bullshit like there's no there's no nonsense excuse my language but there's no there's none of that and you can't have it it's a very combat sport if he's, he's you know he's a, he, was, he was a marine he's a professional fighter so he's got like a no he's got no time or space for that and that's not necessarily how you want to be in your marriage because like him and his wife are great they communicate really mm-hmm. well and they're very you know it's very different but in our in our space there's no time for that. I you know, I don't want to hear about Yes, oh this and that. I don't want to hear it if you're not gonna do anything about it. You, action is, is more important than emotion in, in my world.
0: Yeah, but that's hard, um, Mike. That's oh my God, I, I see what I'm you're saying because you. I, I know you want her to do it. And I know yes. she probably needs it, but
1: yes. but it's hard. It doesn't, it doesn't and, and feel
0: I, like there's time.
1: And listen, I don't I don't do that to Ashley, even though it's yeah. in my head.
0: I yeah, don't say I that to
1: her. You know right. what I mean? I talk, I'm, I'm not sitting there. Going, you better get on. Yeah, none of that. None of that happens. I would get uh, you know smacked around if I did that. Right. Just kidding. She doesn't hit me. Um, but in my head, in my head, that's definitely the conversation is like, well, "Where's the action? What are we doing? Let's make a." Well, you know, obviously, you know, we talk about like, uh, have you ever seen that commercial? It's not about the nail. It's like a wife and husband talking, and she's mm-hmm. like telling him how it's just really hard and she just has a splitting headache and that she's just, you know, she doesn't. She needs, I don't know exactly how to do it, but essentially there's a nail in her head, you know, real nail. And the guy's like, well, I think if you just, like, just stop telling me what to do and just listen to me. And he's like, it's not, I just think that nail oh. came out. You know, there's pressure. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And he's like, if you just, she's like, stop always trying to fix it. And at the end, it's like, it's not about the nail. Yeah, it's, it's a very funny way of saying like, they just want you to listen. They don't want you to fix it. Yeah. That's hard. That's yeah. hard. It's hard, especially when it affects everybody. You know, and so you're right. It's not, it's not the nicest way to think, and it's not the easiest way to think. And I try to hold myself to that same standard. Um, I try not to complain unless I'm doing something about it. And if I do something about it, I try not to complain. <laughs> so it's hard. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. There's no nice way to say it nothing gets done. If you, if you, if you just, if you just complain, right. There's nothing that, and, and it's going well, to be like that forever. Yeah, till change
0: happens. It, and it's also perspective, I think plays a big mm-hmm. part into it. You know, like you can choose to fill in a rut or you can choose, like, you know what, one, I'm really blessed that I have this opportunity, that I can be a parent, that I can work, that I can be a wife that, you know, that I do have this house to take care of. I, I'm really blessed of mm-hmm. that. But, um, I think, or you can look at it in a negative sense, like, oh, it's just so hard. Oh, I just don't have time. Oh, I just can't do it. Oh, they just, it's not possible. Uh, but it's a really, what I'm saying is a really conflicting feeling to be everything mm-hmm. for everyone. And though you feel like there's not time, you still feel like you're missing a connection mm-hmm. because you get no. so busy in everyday totally life.
1: Right. Totally right. So and I hate I, it.
0: I hate it. I do too. And I I I get curious on a separate side of it because I, I definitely know moms go through this. Like when you have a baby, and I know this has been talked about through so many people on so many facets, but when you have a baby and your body changes and your body is different and in a sense it's no longer yours when you're pregnant, and then you bring this beautiful child into the world and there are further changes, right? Um, and then not, not to mention just changes of getting pregnant, because I think this could happen even without kids, like as you get older and your mm-hmm. body just changes. Like do, do, I know moms do again, but do dads ever go through a phase where they don't feel sexy?
1: Um, yeah, I think so. I totally think so. I think for me it's hard because it's like more than anything, like I just don't feel desired same you know what I mean so so like that's that you, you said it right the first time so it's not even necessarily that I don't feel like look dude I'm in the best shape of my life you know what I mean I mean and I'm not just being funny like I, I'm literally in the best shape of my life like I'm ready to go fight in like four weeks I'm ready to go you know, and I don't know if I don't know if, if I have anything or not but that's what my head's at so like physically I'm not going to get much better than this I don't think maybe I will who knows <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, peak, I'm at my peak
0: perfection I'm not,
1: this is it <laughs> if you don't want this to that point (laughs) if she doesn't want this now man what the heck am i gonna do when when i when i start to like that that stuff like yeah of course i have those thoughts
0: but what if it's not you what if she feels some kind of way yeah
1: it's not me i know it's not me and ash would complain it's the opposite that i am almost too much like i'm almost on her too much right i'm like i think she's i think she's more attractive now um she has her own self image that she's working on where it's like, you know, she hasn't been in the gym forever from, from going from working at a gym and training two, three times a week with a trainer at the gym to like zero for a couple of years. I get it, man. Yeah. And she had a kid and she's this and that she's whatever, man. I think she's still hot. You know what I mean? I think she's she's super hot. I'm like, I'm, I'm, that's never been like from from my point to her, it's never like, there's no question in her mind that I find her attractive. Does she find herself? To feel, does she feel sexy? Does she feel attractive? Totally separate issue. Totally separate issue. And how do I help that? I, that's not a me thing. That's a that's a her thing. Unfortunately, if I could fix that, if I could say, see, you know, I, I say plenty, I say, I'm telling you, there's no there's no doubt that I've made her feel attractive.
0: Are you sure? It doesn't
1: mean 100. But that doesn't mean she accepted it. I've done everything on my end that I can't do anymore. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean she accepted it.
0: Okay. I'm really glad you said that because I wanted to say this for so many people who are listening. Like, again, I know this might be kind of off topic for us, but this podcast, we're going to talk about everything. It's not going to be just parenting. So I had this thought, I'm like, man, why doesn't Tom desire me? Why doesn't Mm -hmm. Tom look at me like this? Or why doesn't he do this? And the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, it's in your head, Allie, yeah. because here's the thing. Your husband looks at you like he's always looked at you from day one. He looks at you like you're the most beautiful thing on the entire planet. He looks at you like he wants you and he touches you like that. You know, he hugs you. He loves you. He does all of these things. You shut it off. So I have gotten to this place in my head where it's like me and my body's changed so much. How could he look at me? and find right. that attractive? Or how could he want this? How could he think this is sexy? How could, you know, all of these things went through my head and I realized it's me. Like I have put, you know, when you talk about uh, lack of inhibitions, like just be wild, just embrace it and be all that you are and just feel that I have yeah. put that on me to not be that way. So now yeah. and. Like, Ashley, like I said, I'm so glad you said that, because as a woman, it's now then I have taken all of these toxic thoughts in my head and projected them onto my husband. And so because I have projected them onto him, I then in return feel like that's what he thinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's never, ever been that way. It's correct. Me. And I'm not saying that there could be people out there where maybe your husband doesn't give you the same attention.
1: Yeah. Or look yeah, either the same
0: way because life does get busy and it can get overwhelming and work can be really stressful. And you know, maybe you have big projects to do at work or your boss is riding your, your ass or just whatever you might be mm-hmm. going through. Um a lot of the times it's very internal. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. So I wanted to say that for people in case they're in the same boat where you feel like, Hey, what happened? You know, how did I, how did I get here? So I'm watching this show. And in one of the moments her husband takes her downtown and she dresses up. He like buys her a dress. It's pretty like overdone, but he buys her a dress. And so she dresses up, she puts makeup on and she looks in the mirror and she's like, Oh my God, I love that girl. I love that girl. And it makes her think of who she used to be. And for me, it made me think, I love that. I love that girl. I love that girl that I was. And all of the decisions of me, that's on me. Like I decided to only wear yoga pants all the time. (laughs) I decided to only wear t-shirts. You know, I decided I wasn't going to wear real bras. I decided that I wasn't going to do my hair or wear my makeup because life got overwhelming. Right. Right. And now I'm like. No girlfriend. That's you. That's your choice. Yeah. And if you want to feel some kind of way, do something.
1: Yeah, and that takes us back to the firm boundaries <laughs> and firm boundaries in, in like in every aspect of life. I'm gonna probably go way off topic, but I'm trying not to. I'm gonna try and keep it pretty narrow. So I'll do my best. But like this is, is gonna sound weird, but I came home to back to California and had to try to find my place back in this my career, find my identity again. And I went looking kind of all over the place, like different gyms, different people trying to find like, what do I need to do? How do I fit in? What do I, where, where am I supposed to be? That was very overwhelming. You know, on top of being a parent and husband and everything else, I was trying to figure out where I belong. And once I kind of let go of some stuff and narrow my focus and started saying no to this, this extra stuff that I felt overwhelmed, that I had to be at this gym and that gym and this gym. And I had, I had to do this stuff to be, uh, to feel like I was doing enough. It was more myself. Like I didn't feel like I was doing enough. So I, to satisfy my mind, I was trying to do more and go all over. Now, doing more is great if you can if you can do it with the right energy. Doing more just to do more is self-sabotage. Um, so when I cut that and put firm nose around that, no my focus on what I was doing and accepted. And it's just said, like, I'm going to write this out uh, to... To, to the wheels fall off, you know what I mean. I'm a, mm-hmm. this is what I'm committing I'm committing yeah. to this, and this schedule where I can be dad, I can <laughs> be husband, and I'm, this is my schedule. And then I might miss some nights. I might not put him to bed every night. I might have to, I might have to sacrifice some of that. I might, I'm not going to go on dates or, or be, spend time watching TV with my wife uh, during the week. I'm not going to, you know, sleep in some days. I'm not going to do this now. But I'm, I'm cleaning up my schedule. I'm cleaning up my schedule. I'm cleaning up my focus. I'm narrowing in and I'm committing to my times. Of course, everything's flexible because you're a parent. And, you know, If you got sick or something happened, I would drop whatever I'm doing and adjust. Mm-hmm. But when I did that and I got firm about it, and not firm with other people, firm with myself, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time, leaving at night was hard because I, I wouldn't be able to put him to bed and I wouldn't have any time with my life because all day long, was about him. Once he goes to bed, it was our time. Yes. So that was very sacred to me. And yeah. for a long time, it was necessary. But I had to let that go. I yeah. had to let it go at least a couple times a week. I had to because I'm like, if I don't let this go here, I'm trying to make it up elsewhere and, and elsewhere makes me crazy. So I got to let that go for a couple nights a week or maybe a few nights a week and focus on my craft, focus on my career, focus on myself and be firm about it. Put myself on a schedule, make myself do the things. Cause I know when I'm done, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. And when I come home, I'll be able to be dad and be husband better. If I'm frantic and I'm like, oh, I missed this, or I missed that, I'm to make up for it here. I'm gonna make up for it there, and I'm constantly trying to make up ground. And this is career, right? This is more uh, for me. It's gym practice, whatever. Sure, sure. But for for whoever, it could be household, it could be cook, it could be it could be uh, whatever it is at the house. It could be your own career. It can be blogging. It can be podcasting. It can be whatever. You start to try like, oh, I missed this one, so I got I got to shift this here. Now this day's stacked, and I might not get all that done. And the next day's stacked. So on and so forth, but when I started to clean it up and just accept what I could do and just I'm gonna get the best result from what I can do, and yeah. honestly, I got a lot more than I expected. I not only did I got a lot more out of myself, I'm starting to see better results. I'm starting to become more disciplined. I was able to let go of coffee, you know as stupid as that sounds, that to me was a big accomplishment. No. I was able to do a lot more when I set my firm boundaries. I narrowed my focus. I let some I let the excess go.
0: You prioritized.
1: So, prioritized, yeah. And I prioritized myself first. Yep. Which isn't it's not for moms, it's not as natural. And that it wasn't natural yeah. for me. Either. I mean, I really, I really feel like I really like dad guilt with like oh man like I'm not in my you know I'm missing bedtimes and honestly bedtimes not really a dad thing anyway it's because he still breastfeeds so like I basically get him ready give him a kiss and I give him to her she she didn't put him down and that's it so I'm not really in, in an integral part of the process except for like I like to take him upstairs wind him down play with him redo him whatever so I felt some guilt there but I just really enjoy the time I do have with him like the mornings I do have with him, the afternoons I do have with him, like, we don't just sit there anymore. We go do stuff because that's my time. So when I narrowed that down and I made the most out of that, I was like, okay, I might not be with you every night. I want to be at the gym, teaching, training, whatever. But when I am with you, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock this. We're gonna have a blast. We're gonna we're gonna make the most of it. That really gave me energy. That gave me. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like, oh, I don't need to sit down right now. I'll be fine. I got to get up and get him out. We're going to have a blast at the park. You know, I'm going to have whatever the heck I'm doing. We're going to have a really good time. We throw the ball around, whatever it is. So for me, letting go of that stuff, accepting what I could do, and then just doing it to the best of my ability. We all hear it. And I thought, I would, you know, you don't know you're doing it until you really sit down and look. I really thought I, was, I thought I was doing that. I realized, well, no, you're trying to do this. You're paying extra money. You're you putting yourself in financial problems because you want to do X, Y, and Z, and you're actually not even getting there. I was member. I was a member at different gyms. And I'd go once a month, and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm paying, you know, so much money, and and I'm not even getting any out of this. And it's taking more time away from me. It's putting more stress on my mind. I have to work more to to accommodate that. If I just let it go, I'll be better off. I can fit. I can fit it in more into what I can do you know
0: yeah
1: so that's going to look different for everyone that's my that's my scope right that I'm looking through my lens but yeah I mean I prioritize myself and my career and then and then I prioritize my time with my family you know I make that I make the most of it that's a hard thing for for moms and and most parents to do and I hope I hope Ash can do that I want her to I do
0: too I do too I I want her to I think we live, and quite possibly we could get a lot of slack for this, but I really don't care because we live in, I feel we live in a society that they put, and I don't know where this shift really happened, or, you know, maybe it came from our parents, but there was a place in time where all of a sudden your kids were supposed to be like your whole world. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you became a parent, you suddenly were nothing else. Right. Right. You know, and then to like prioritize a wait time away from your kids or prioritize yourself became like looked down on. And whether people agree or not, I am 100% with you. Yeah. My child is so important to me and a huge part of who I am, but it is not all of who I am. Yeah, You know, and just because I'm a parent doesn't mean everything else about me died the minute he was born. And I think that is so hard for a lot of people because as a mom, yes, this child, you are the default parent. You Mm -hmm. are everything to this child. You provide everything to this child. And I I know that husbands and dads and sometimes dads are the default parents. So I'm not saying that this is just a one sided situation, but. It's like all of a sudden you're just supposed to give up all of your hobbies and give up all your interests and never take time for yourself and don't care for yourself. And that's so Mm -hmm. shameful, you know, oh, your, your child's in daycare so that you could go out and do X, Y, and Z. Here's the thing though. I am a better parent because Mm -hmm. I prioritize myself and I give myself that ability to be so. And because of that, when I am with my child, I'm present. I'm not stressed. I don't lose my temper. I don't overreact. I'm not feeling like I'm drowning. Because I have taken the time to care for myself. And I agree with you. Again, I know a lot of people might not. But I don't know why in society we've gotten to this place where it's like, you have to be one thing. You don't have to be one thing. You could be many things as long as you prioritize it correctly.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, I really have... I have friends and uh, and and wives of friends and people who look at my career and they're like, man, what are you doing? Like what like that's crazy that you're still doing that? It's crazy that this is like the, the, you're choosing to do this. Like now you have a kid and you have this and now you have responsibilities. And I'm like, Yeah, we make enough money. Yeah. We're all good. We're eating every day. We have shelter over our head. Well, am I am I rolling around in, in, in the Benjamin? No. I'm, but we're, we're more than satisfied. We're more than blessed. We have, we have enough. We have more than enough. We're, we're all overflowing with stuff. Like I would like to give a lot of this stuff away. And as a matter of fact, I'm going through all my clothes right now. I'm going to donate a ton of clothes. I'm going to give away a bunch of stuff. Like I have more than enough in my life. Yeah. And more than that, I am happy to go do what I get to do every day. And when I'm home, I'm happier beca- and better because of it.
0: And better because known,
1: I've known that truth since I was probably 16. You know, and, and it, and at the time, it was very selfish and weird and raw, right? It's a raw idea of like, right. I, gotta do I, well, I gotta do what I gotta do for myself. And it's, just, it's like I said, it's a childish mentality. It's evolved, obviously. Now I'm 32, it's evolved literally for 16 years. It's evolved yeah. into something special where it's like, I hold my mental health sacred. Right. And when I'm, when I'm in a good place, the world I, I am better for the world and for everyone yeah. around me.
0: But there's healthy That's, ways to go about it too, right? Like there's yeah. healthy ways to prioritize. It could be yes. a toxic way or it could be a healthy way. And I think if you can learn, because maybe when you were younger, it was a, a more toxic priority, oh, right? No, and then as you mess, get older, yeah. y- you learn how to do it in a healthy, substantial way where no one lacks for anything. We have everything we need. My child lacks for nothing. My husband that I'm aware of lacks for nothing, you yeah. know? And if there is where I want to make it full, there's so right. many people out there who will tell you, you can't have everything. And I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. Because I why have, not?
1: I haven't. I haven't. I, have I, mean, I, I I look and my, everything is, isn't, isn't whoever down the streets, sure. everything like, yeah, I don't, that's cool. I, but I, I, like, I, you know, I used to talk and so stuff like I referenced, I'm referencing him like five different times today, but my coach, because he's one of the biggest influences in my life. I met him when I was 20, you know, maybe younger. And uh, he has guided me to adulthood, essentially. I, like we call it the college, right? It's like, it's like essentially the uh, people who didn't go to college and wanted to become, you know, pro athletes, fighters, whatever. That became our college. That became our, our, mm-hmm. our, we were we were with other students. Now he's our professor. It's kind of all things like a college. And I whenever I asked him how he was there, he's like, I'm doing great. Every single day. I'm like, you can't be doing great every day. But he's like, Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm living the dream. I have a I have a my own gym Southern California. I can go, to, I live by the beach. I get to the beach every day. Like it's I'm doing great. And I thought I thought for the longest time he was just a crazy person. And He's not all sunshine and rain, but it's like when he says mm-hmm. that, it's more just like doing great. Let's get to work. You know, it's like that. It's yeah, not yeah. like it's like, right. I'm doing great. He's not like walking <laughs> on air, but, but he really, like, that's he truly feels that. Even on his hardest days, he's still doing great. He's still, having, he's still living the dream. He's still doing what he wants to do every single day, even when it's hard. And he's got guys like me he's got to deal with who are cases, but he loves it. And for the longest time, I'm like, that's crazy to me. That's, that's wild. I don't feel that. I don't feel that at all. I don't know how he feels that. Until I started to, until I started to accept that I'm also doing great, like, life is phenomenal. And yeah, I have bad moments. Yes, I have my little, my little childish voice inside me It's like, eh, when and starts crying and throwing tantrums. But life is so good, it's so great. Every day I get to go do what I like to do, even on hard days, even if I have, even if I have a bad day, it beats the hell out of doing something I hate, you know? And, and every day I get to come home to a beautiful family, like I said, I have to remind myself that I, that this is real. I don't want to pinch myself sometimes, but I can't believe it's real. I mean, Ali's known me since I was a kid. I had a better chance of being in and out of jail than being in the position I'm in now. And yeah. I'm so happy that I'm here. You know, I'm so happy I'm here. So, yeah, I laugh. You know, every day I'd see him living the dream, doing great, whatever. He freaking meant it. And now I get it. Now I try now. Now I try not to verbalize those those other feelings because, like, when people ask me, how I'm doing I'm doing great, man. I really yeah. am. Even if I'm like you know a little tight in the money section, i like, might be a little behind a little whatever. I'm still doing great. I'm going to make yeah. it up. I'm going to work yeah. hard and I'll figure out a way. Doing great, man. I'm doing great. My, my son didn't sleep all night. It's all cool. I'm doing great. I, you know, I got a T.
0: Perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perspective and finding your happy. I think that's mm-hmm. really hard for a lot of people, but I agree with you because there are times where it's like, Oh, you feel like it's just the shit end of the stick, you know? And yeah. it, it seems like it's piling up and it's just accumulating and becoming overwhelming. But then, cause I've had recently have had these moments. Yeah. And then it's like, Ali, you have a beautiful home, a roof over your head, food in your fridge. Like your bills are paid. You have mm-hmm. cars that work a wonderful marriage, a beautiful son, loyal friends, like Mm -hmm. you want for nothing. Now it might, and this could look different for everybody. Maybe you, you know, you could live in a huge mansion or a small house or whatever, but find your happy and your Mm -hmm. blessings and make them count and count them in return because The other side of perspective of saying oh it's just so shitty my life is in ruins it's in shambles i i don't have this i don't have that okay well a lot of us don't have this that and the other right but why like to live in a negative mind space is not going to help you get there or achieve it or be better Mm -hmm. or want better it's hard being a human
1: it it isn't it isn't i think we make it hard right we totally make it hard and then who you surround yourself makes it harder like I said, I'm around this guy every day for 10 years, with the exception of a couple of years I was in Texas. Like it's hard not to want to work hard. It's hard not to wanna appreciate things. It's hard not to wanna like get to that position when you're around people like that. It's hard not to do that. It's it's when you're around a bunch of complainers, it's easy to complain. Paul, it's, it's you 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 are
0: the five what, people you hang out with
1: right like that's kind of like that's that's essentially what i'm getting at you be mindful of that when i'm around real positive people man it's like cool we'll go time whatever i'm around a bunch of people who want to like complain commiserate drink and just chill and just, just oh man life's oh, hard oh so this stuff, so stuff and i get it dude like some people look i mean even my i love my brother but my brother sometimes they'll come over by both of them even um i have three but, but the two that come over a lot that they'll, they'll complain they'll be like yeah it works this i got this i got that and I feel for them sincerely. I'm like, oof, that sucks. You got to do that every day. That's a bummer. Uh, my mom's same thing. She works. And it's, it's, it's almost constant, like every day. Oh, this happened. Oh, that happened. I was like, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Like my biggest complaint on the day sometimes is just that like, like yeah, I, I got really tired today. And I didn't get, I didn't do as well as I thought I was going to do, but I really enjoyed everyone I was with. And yeah, that's, that's like my Trek. biggest complaint.
0: No, for sure, or just trying to find the positive because Tom does that too, and I think that we have spent a lot of years actually, and i I love him for even more so for being that way because um, it's real easy for Tom to be negative, as you know, it's real sure. easy for Tom to get angry or just be like, "Are you kidding you know and
1: <laughs> wants like,
0: want, yeah, and want to let it affect him it's it's so I think it's easier for a lot of people to fall into that. It's harder to be cognitive of. Mm-hmm the posit- the positivity and greatness in life but it's a huge it makes a big yeah. difference changes your mindset changes your outlook changes everything the other day I was cooking dinner and I was like oh I hate cooking dinner you know I'm like standing over the stove I'm a slumped over and I'm like oh, I hate cooking dinner and then I started thinking like you know what I love dinner. I love the fresh ingredients. I love making a recipe. I love feeding my family. I love that. I can't do this. And all of a sudden I stood up straight. Yep. My head was straight. My posture is better. I had like pep in my step. Just the difference of changing mindset was amazing yeah. of how all of a sudden my, my body just, my energy shifted. We took yeah. this podcast is so
1: <laughs>
0: many places. We went, we went hard left, hard right. No, but you're right. I mean,
1: I'll, I'll give you a, a funny reference. My buddy, my buddy Chase, we're at the, the, the gym. We do weightlifting. We got like walking lunges or something like that. So I just can't stand doing it. My legs, you know, it hurts. And I was like, oh, man, I told him, like, yo, I, I hate those. He's like, no, you don't. You love those. You love doing lunges. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. I love doing lunges. I love it. Okay, cool. And I went and I grabbed more weight and I started doing it. I'm like, yeah, I love this. And, like, it's – I love people like that. Yes. I love people like that because, like, it's so stupid, right? It's so stupid. He, he could be like, oh, yeah, brother, they suck. And we would have been like, still doing it. Still gets done. Yeah. But instead, he just looked at me and was like, no, you don't. You love them. You love it's doing it. It's not that.
0: stupid. And
1: I'm like, whoa, it's powerful. It's powerful. Yes. And like, I surround myself with people like that. Like that. He doesn't talk a lot. He doesn't talk a lot. I talk a lot. He doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> when he says stuff, I'm like, you the man, brother. You're the man. Like that's, <laughs> that, I appreciate that. I really do. So, yeah, positive people, positive mindset. Get, like, dude, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I have plenty of days where I'm a negative Nancy. You know what I mean? No offense to anyone named Nancy, but I, I, I do, right? Like, I do. And you know, I'm able. Like right now, I'm with one of my friends in the whole world, so I'm a big ball of light. I feel very light. I feel very happy. I love doing these, and so it's easy for me to go and spout on about how to be positive it's, it's not always like that. Some days I don't, I'm not around Allie. Some days I'm not on a podcast with her. And some days I'm like, I hate everyone and everything. And I want to hurt and watch the world burn. That's totally normal too. It's, it's, it's just about trying to find, like you said, just being a little bit more aware, you know?
0: Yeah. And also like, once again, you guys kind of tie into the beginning, how phases, Mm -hmm. how fast phases change how fast yeah. they can change. Sometimes they don't, maybe you're in a season that seems like it's lasting forever and it's not going to change. I promise you, there's going to be a new season. That is, that's going to be, you're going to look back and be like, Oh my God. Remember when I thought I had nothing. Remember when I thought this was it. Remember when I yeah. thought it was the end, you know, same thing with kids. Look at a face. Oh, like, you know, I he's it's like, okay. My, my last example, cause for yeah. maybe if you're just starting out as a parent, You are going to have these things like, oh my God, I have to get, I have to get this sleep sack. I have to get this blanket. I have to get this. And then all of a sudden you realize five months later, you use them once Mm -hmm. babies and children change so fast. I cannot tell you how many times I look back. And at that very moment felt like I needed and had to have all of this for jet for him to like function or like be happy or whatever. And then I look back and I'm like, wow, yeah, I spent X amount of money and we literally use that twice. That's great. You know, but that's what kids are like. They're just energy that's shifting and constantly becoming and growing. And it's a promise. If you feel like, Oh my God, they're like, I'm always going to be stuck to this kid or I'm never going to be able to have freedom to be myself. I, I feel you because I've been there really on a deep level i get it but you're not you're gonna have that time to be able to be yourself again and i i really truly hope that people find that i hope that for ash and i I don't want to like ash i'm not talking about you i swear in case you're listening (laughs) this, but i just love you so much and i know how phenomenal you are and i know you love being a mom but you're also so much more than that
1: dude she's a rad chick man yeah it's like 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 you know it's, it's always in her head It's always in her head. We can be doing anything. I'm sure today we're going to go out for lunch and and get a massage. In her head, she'd be thinking, I wonder how Johnny's doing. I wonder if he Mm -hmm. needs me. Is is, is he being napped? Okay. Yeah. That's partly why I love her. You know, I love her because she just, because of how much she loves, you know. And yeah, we all got to find a little bit about, I I say balance, but we all got to find that priority and making ourselves a priority and in a healthy way, in the best way possible and not stressing out about it you know so it's a lot we all gotta do a lot but we all got to do less yeah I don't know if that makes well
0: sense. on that note <laughs> hope everyone enjoyed hope everyone enjoyed this episode of useless Simples podcast check us out on our instagram page facebook and as always the video will be on youtube unedited so enjoy the long version we look forward to seeing you guys next week take care and uh, yeah peace out peace out.